my lovely ladies, and welcome to the Live Your Real Life podcast. My name is Jennifer, and I'm here to chat with you about all things on how to achieve your goals while we navigate through this thing called life. I'm a woman who has reinvented herself more times than I can count to become the successful yet sometimes imperfect and messy woman I am today. I've built a successful real estate business with my husband through learning some hard lessons, making difficult, not always right choices. I teach you the tried and true strategies on living your best life. We talk real talk about all things goal setting, time management, mindset, self-image, relationships, entrepreneurship, and more. Think of this as a lunch with your best girlfriends, talking and learning and sharing in a cool, safe, and loving environment. Hi, ladies. Welcome to the podcast. So been a little while since I've done a podcast probably I think it was maybe the beginning of the summer since I've recorded a podcast and I gotta tell you I kind of let myself down and this is confession time and if any of you follow me on Instagram uh, you'll know that uh, I did confess on Instagram in a video that I probably wasn't as focused as I should have been throughout the summer I had all these goals. I think I mentioned probably in a previous podcast that I wanted to create a online course to help women like me who've had to reinvent themselves over and over again. Um, my story is in the very first podcast I did. And, um, you know, I just didn't get there. And I also wanted to create a membership so we can have a community of women. And I just didn't get there. And I think... Uh, I mean, without going into too much detail, I think what happened is my husband and I just decided we wanted to travel. I had an opportunity, which I'm going to talk about in this podcast, that was an amazing opportunity. And, you know, I think sometimes we all have to give ourselves the grace to live life. And yes, sometimes we are not as focused as we should, but that's because I was focused on other things. Uh, our real estate business was pretty busy throughout the summer and I was busy um, riding my horse. Now, I will tell you the story and it goes on, but I think we all have to remember to give ourselves a little grace and uh, things happen when they're supposed to happen. I know it sounds kind of hokey, but I think that's so true. Um, so today I wanted to talk about fear, but um, I think I'm going to talk about fear in a way not like a fear of doing something because fear can present itself in so many ways, especially when we're working on our goals and dreams. It's often just not simply a fear of like doing something, doing one thing. It can be a fear of, oh my gosh, what will people think of me if I do this? Uh, imposter syndrome is another fear, uh, fear of failing. And as a result, fear of scarcity. You know, those thoughts like, oh, if this doesn't work out, I've spent so much money. I'm going to be out all this money. Well, my gosh, my bank account, all of that. That's fear. Or even crazy but true. I don't think it's crazy at all, but I used to. Fear of succeeding. Because you can be fearful of what if this really works and then what? Then the bar is set. Now you have something to measure up to. Um, and then, yes, there are those fears, our fear of doing something like, say, jumping out of an airplane, skydiving. I don't know if I could do that. That would be fearful for me, super fearful. Um, but the story today is about 
different fears. And for me, it wasn't a fear of doing one thing. I'll explain. So um, I'm going to go back to May, which is probably likely the last time I did a podcast. Because as of May, I had become, I leased a horse. So if any of you know my story, you know I used to ride, uh, I mean, I've always ridden horses, but I used to be an exercise rider and I uh, quit and then I went back to riding and um, just before the pandemic, I had gone through a couple hardships, uh, not really with riding, but with some of the uh, personalities, we'll say, uh, in the riding that I had around me at that time. And um, I just decided when the pandemic hit that maybe this is my time to bow out gracefully, gracefully, um, and maybe retire. Maybe that was it. Maybe, um, you know, my goals, I had some goals and I still do, and I reached some of them this past summer. But, you know, maybe it's time I find something else, or maybe I'll put it on hold for a period of time and I'll get back to it when everything is perfect, right? See, even I do that. When everything lines up, maybe I'll get back to it. So the story goes, um, in May, I was with a dear friend of mine who um, has since passed away, but uh, I think almost this was a gift to me that she did before her passing. Um, she, I went to meet her. We were going to go out for lunch, and I, she was said, well, so somebody's going to ride my horse today, uh, you know, we can have lunch after. And I said, well, why don't I pick you up and we'll go watch your horse being ridden. So we go down and we, we drive down the, to the barn and I said, well, who's riding your horse? Lo and behold, it's somebody that I worked for. Oh my gosh. Should I say 25 years ago? I don't think either one of us are that old, but, um, I guess I am. <laughs> I was only 15. No, I was in my twenties when I worked for, uh, this gentleman. So he was riding her horse. And we go in and we start chatting and she proceeds to tell him that I'm not riding, that I'm not riding anymore. And he says, well, if you want to start riding again, there's a chestnut horse here that you should ride. Well, didn't my stomach just jump? It wasn't jumping because I was terrified of riding this horse. All those fears came up, not about riding. None of them were about riding. They were all about, can I afford this? Oh my gosh, do I have time for this? What will people think? What if I'm not very good? Uh, all of that. So, but, but I went back a, a day later, probably a day later the next day, maybe a couple days later. And um, I tried this horse, his name was Sonny. And Sonny and I got along fantastically. So I proceeded to lease Sonny for the summer. And part of leasing Sonny for the summer involved going to horse shows which I used to do as a younger, I guess as a child, I used to do all the time. Oh my gosh, all my music is coming on. I don't know what's going on. Okay, hopefully that's all fixed. Sorry, I Want had to, to kind know of more about stop the it, Real Life and it's program? not all fixed. Visit oh my, my gosh, one second. This is what happens when you don't do things on a regular basis, because um, I got really good at recording my own podcast without anyone helping me. I learned how to do it all by myself, and... Uh, now things are going crazy, but I think I've successfully muted everything. So I digress. Um, so I started, so part of riding Sunny and leasing Sunny was going to horse shows. That's what we were doing. And um, I thought I was pretty, I'd be, I was fine with it. I was looking forward to it. That was one of my goals is showing at that level that that farm showed up. 
So I practiced and practiced. I literally rode Sunny every day, six days a week, six days a week, not Mondays, but pretty much every day I would say I would go out in the mornings. Um, luckily the farm wasn't very far from my house and practice, 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 because just like this podcast exhibit a, if you don't do something all the time, just like all the music coming on a minute ago, when I was trying to record everything, if you don't do something all the time, you get rusty. We all know that it's like everything else, right? So, um, so I spent a lot of time practicing and, uh, was good. I was good. We were jumping around courses at home and everything was good. Well, then um, we went to a horse show, our first horse show, and (laughs) let me tell you, I was okay. I warmed up. I was a little nervous. I was pretty nervous, but not crazy nervous. But the minute I walked in the ring, let me tell you, I couldn't feel my legs. And I remember thinking to myself, there may have been a swear word in there in my brain, but I was like, how am I going to get through, what, 12 jumps? And um, I can't feel my legs. What's happening? So, um, so I jumped around and it wasn't the best, but I jumped around. Nothing horrible happened. And to the naked eye, for somebody who didn't know anything about horses, it might've looked fine, but it was messy. It was messy, but I gave myself, you know, like I always say, I gave myself some grace and my first horse show back and all of that. So we went back the next day at this show. You could show midweek and it's sort of like practice midweek. The weekends are the, the, the actual competition. Um, so we went back the next day and I jumped around again, same thing, crazy nervous, but that was okay. My coach was so great. He talked me through everything. He was super supportive and, you know, don't worry, it'll get better. It's just your nerves because you haven't shown for a while. Okay. Went back the next week, just as nervous, crazy nervous. And it was almost debilitating because, um, you know, and it was almost, um, It was frustrating. That's, I think, the word I'm looking for because at the farm, I could do it, not perfectly, but I would do it really well. Then I would get to the horse show and everything would fall apart. So I became clear, you know, my coach was like, okay, we got to do something because, you know, with these nerves, you're not, you're not really focused on what's going on. So the nerves were not about jumping or riding at all okay I guess they I guess they were about riding because I think it was more as much as I really didn't know anybody that was there I kind of did and maybe I was worried about what people would think of me if I wasn't very good also I think I wanted desperately to be so good I wanted it to work out that it was making me really nervous And as a result, the fear was coming a little bit maybe from scarcity because, oh my gosh, I'm spending all this money doing this. If it doesn't work out, it's a complete waste of time. Oh la la, all of the stories that we tell ourselves in our head, right? So I took a little bit of time off. I was a little bit forced to because um, I had a little fall, which was not anybody's fault. It was not Sonny's fault. It was not my fault. It was just sort of you fall. When you ride horses, you fall. That's just what happens. And so I had a fall. I bruised my ribs. And I was fine. I was totally fine. But it happened just before I was going away on vacation. So went away for 10 days and it kind of really gave me time to decompress, sort of like get myself together and just say to myself, like, you know, you've decided to do this. You you've put a lot of time into it. You put a lot of money into it and, you know, figure out what is causing this. 
And not in a beat myself up way. I don't believe in beating yourself up. But I believed that something was going on with me where it wasn't just, you know, I knew I wasn't nervous. I jumped bigger jumps than that. I'd done a lot more than that in my life. I used to ride racehorses. Uh, you know, I wasn't nervous of the actual riding. Um, so I really took the time. We were in uh, Mexico and Cabo San Lucas, and I just really took the time for myself and uh, came back. And let me tell you, I came back after this realization that I was worried about what people would think of me. But the funny thing is, when I fell off at the horse show, there was a whole bunch of people around, including an ex-boyfriend, y'all. <laughs> so if you want to be worried about what people will think of you, he saw me fall off and, um, you know, I just said to myself, everybody's already seen me. I've made mistakes. I've fallen off. Who cares what people are going to think? I, I've committed to myself to do this. Jennifer, you have to get out of your own head. And I just started telling myself a different story. I started telling myself the story that, you know, it's okay. Start small. It's okay that you're starting small. You don't have to be perfect. And I think a lot of times, a lot of our fear comes from wanting to be perfect, right? Um, so anyway, we're going to fast forward because, you know, I've been chatting and chatting and, uh, you know, fast forward to, to, um, you know, I come back from holidays and go to my next horse show and with my new mindset. And I just told myself, that whole, you know, the whole morning leading up to the horse show, going to the show, it's so funny because the nerves were not the same. My mindset was completely different. I was okay. I trusted this horse. What was wrong? Everything was going to go fantastic. And if I made a mistake, then I learned from it and moved on. And I, this was something that I really wanted and I owed it to myself to give it my all and to sort of get out of my own head. So, um, yeah, my next horse show, I did, I think I got a couple ribbons. Well, I know I got a couple ribbons. I can't remember exactly what they were. Then we had a week off and then I went to another horse show and I got ribbons. I think in every class except for maybe one, I had a rail down and uh, I rode really well and I continued to ride well. And, um, you know, by the end of the horse show season, which just finished, I would say maybe a month ago, maybe less than a month ago, uh, you know, I was so confident winning ribbons. And um, unfortunately, you know, I only had Sunny for the summer, but I'm still riding and um, we're looking for something else. And um, I just, I learned so much over the summer and I'm so grateful to have had that opportunity and, and the confidence, the confidence that came from conquering my fears from doing something, a goal, I reached a goal, from reaching a goal and working in small steps. Finally, I think that's what happened when I came back from holidays, I broke things down into small steps and just worked on little things, little things, little things, instead of trying to be everything. And it's much like, so, you know, all of this I'm equating to when we're working on our own goals and dreams and when we're working on our new life story, uh, if you break it down into smaller steps, little things, then it's much more uh, reachable, I guess I would say. You're not going to miss a step and lose your confidence and think it's all done. And conquer those fears. Really figure out what those fears are. I know for me, even when I first started this podcast, um, the fears, there's a lot of fears. Who am I? Who am I to be telling people how to change their life story when, you know, Sometimes I have anxiety, I have fears. I'm not an expert. 
but I have worked a long time and I know what has worked for me and I can tell you the stories of what works for me. So, um, we all have that nagging voice when we start something new, but it's how we respond to those thoughts. And, uh, you know, you just have to tell yourself why you have to remember your why, not tell yourself your why, remember your why you have to remember your why, why, why am I doing this podcast? Why am I developing an online course for, to help women tra- transform their lives? Because I don't want anyone else to feel like I did when I was transforming my life. I thought I was the only person. I thought everybody else had their life together. I didn't share what I was going through with anybody. And as a result, it was a pretty lonely process. And I don't want any woman to ever feel that way. So I want to build a community of women so we can build each other up and help each other when we're starting our new stories and writing our new stories and living our new stories and transforming our lives into living our best life. Um, you know, and I, I know it's going to be worth it. And I do have the same fears as everybody else does when they start on something new. Um, but again, my why, my why is so I can help maybe some women not have to sit in the indigo and read book after book after book and listen to courses on the car and all of that. I can help you in one online course or we can help each other in our online community. So uh, basically, I hope you understand what I meant by sharing my story for the summer. I had the best summer. I hope you did too. I want to hear from you. So feel free to look me up on Instagram, uh, Your Best Life Strategies. I think it's your, oh my gosh, let me look. See, this is what happens when you don't do something all the time. It's not right off the tip of your tongue. Let me check here what it is. I have a couple Instagram accounts. Yes, Your Best Life Strategies. On Instagram, it's all one. There's no any other punctuation. So uh, follow me on Instagram, Your Best Life Strategies. I have a Facebook page as well. And stay tuned because I have so many exciting things that I was working on. Yes, I may not have finished them all uh, over the summer, but we are working on an online course. We are working on a membership program. I am working on, I guess the first thing would be I'm going to do a uh, live webinar I guess a webinar workshop, you would call it. So I will put that on Instagram. And I look forward to meeting you all at some point, whether we meet Zoom or we meet at a live event. Take care. Live your best life. Want to know more about the Live Your Real Life program? Visit my website at www.liveyourreallife.ca or find me on Instagram at liveyourreallifenow. Coming soon, look for the Live Your Real Life private VIP community. More details on the way.